Hey, 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 hi there, everybody, and what another gorgeous day in Minnesota. That's a beautiful weekend, beautiful time. Oh, it's, I'm, a glad, I'm glad I'm a Minnesota part person. You know, I don't know who plays with these microphones, but somebody unscrews these things, and so that thing was pretty tight. All of a sudden, that, that mic would have landed in my lap. But anyway, so hopefully all you guys are having a grand weekend, too, and totally enjoying. We're winding. Yeah, I hate to, I hate to be the Debbie Downer, but... <laughs> We're winding down the summer months. Uh, the good old state fair is just right around the corner. Isn't that just gorgeous? And so that starts what uh, they start. You start broadcasting Thursday, is it, or is it Wednesday? They start broadcasting out there. Uh, I thought it was Wednesday. Okay, okay. I, I thought Wednesday was prep day, and the official but fair opening was Thursday. It might be. You might be right. But anyway, I, I don't, don't know. know. But then, okay, now <laughs> it starts soon. That's all we know. Okay. <laughs> uh, now we're moved again. Uh, FM 107 moved again. Do you know anything about that, Carlin? Yes, I did hear it. Um, I, I believe it's now a more permanent um, right, structure. Do you, do you know where I it is? I have no idea where it is. <laughs> okay. I have no idea. Well, somebody told me that they think it's just, you know where the butterfly exhibit is? Yes. That it's north. It's on that I love road. That. You're right. But it's just a little bit north of there. Oh. So I'm trying to think of what's along there. And I know there's a you know place that sells lawnmowers and gabotas and such like that. But I can't yeah. think of what a permanent building would be there that FM 107 would take over. So I don't know. I know. But uh, yeah, I'd hmm. be, I'm hoping that we can still be outside. I love being out on the our trailer, like, the little yeah, deck and stuff like, like, on like that. The deck and stuff. So I'm hoping yeah. that that's still, that's still available. But anyway, so that's going to be interesting. So I'll be now next Sunday and the following Sunday. I'm going to be live out at the great Minnesota State Fair. So hopefully you will stop by and uh, see us. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just, I love the, I love the fair, but I cha- I used to be the night fair lover seeing all the lights and stuff like that. And then when I did my show there at, uh, when I used to be on Saturday mornings, I had to get to the fair by seven because yeah. you know, the show started at eight and so, but anyway, because that was from eight to 10 then. But anyway, and I got to see the fair wake up and I love watching the fair walk, wake up that by 11 o'clock when it's starting to turn into a zoo, I'm done and I'm heading home. <laughs> it was great. So hopefully though, you will come on out and see all of us on at the Minnesota get together on uh, FM 107. And remember we're all podcast here. So if you if you've got a podcast, wherever you get to podcast or get uh, our podcast, our, our, our app for uh, 107 to podcast your show. So my show, podcast, everything, podcast and one of these days Carly and I will get together and she'll explain to me all about what podcasting is. Yes. And maybe show me how that works and all that kind of fun stuff. Absolutely. I still have a hard time grasping the concept. So Yes. But anyway, so hopefully you got great questions for me. Uh, next Sunday out at State Fair, there will be, oh no, not next Sunday, the following Sunday uh, will be uh, Dr. Jessica Levy. It will be coming on the show. I mean, oh no, maybe it is next it Sunday. It is next Sunday okay, because next Sunday. the one after that is it September is 2nd. Yeah, you're yep. right. You're right. Right. Oh man, I can't believe that. Just it's, a blink of an eye. Coming, coming up, you guys. Uh, hey, one thing that I'm becoming very good at that I'm very proud of myself is how to ride my four-wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love four wheelers. Well, I'm I not that love fan. Them. You know, I'm not a uh, speed demon or anything like that. You know, yeah. I'm very cautious, which is good. You need to be cautious. And, uh, on yeah, those. I yeah. took, the, I took, finally took the four wheeler in a field across our street uh, where Will was baling hay. Well, had baled hay, and there was a really. I don't know if you noticed the wild cucumber that's growing on everything. It's a real light. Like bright, not yellow. It's a, like a bright greenish white. Oh yes, yes. It's growing on up in trees and over trees yes. and over. I mean, it's just it's. I've never seen it so bad as it this year. 
Well, there was a tree there. I've been taking pictures of it because, but the pictures don't do it justice. This wild cucumber, like growing over this whole big uh, pine tree. You yeah. know, you can see that you take, take it at one spot. You can see half of the pine tree and half of it all, that wild cucumber. And anyway, so, uh, so I took some pictures and I had to go out in this field. I didn't want to drive out there because I knew it was mucky in there. And oh man, that was my first time actually wheeling kind of like, look at me, look at me. I'm, 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 I'm bouncing and I'm, <laughs> I'm a grooving. There we go. I'm a coming for you all. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to flip it. But yeah. anyway, so that was kind of fun, but I'm, I'm getting better at shifting gears and just, yeah. So I'm having That's fun good. with the four wheeler. So anyway, yeah, Jimmy, good old Jimmy Anderson left me that one. He passed on a couple of years ago. So that was, he said, he said, I'm just going to be laughing at you trying to run this thing because I'd never drove them before. I drove a three wheeler when those big things, you know, the big three wheelers were their big Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, and yeah. And those yeah. are so wobbly. I hated them things. So you feel like you're going to flip. Right. So anyway, so yeah, so it was fun. Uh, let's see, Friday night, I went to the Saints game. And how was that? Oh, at CHS Field. Honest to Pete, that is the bestest field in the whole world. I mean, I had such a riot. Great food, great friends, great game. We won. And uh, I, I wish the Twins would take a, a little, or all your sports, you know, your major sports, would make it an event instead of just pay, you know, $96 for a yeah. seat and, and you have to be up in the nosebleed seat. Right. $16 right off, of, just a little bit off of uh, third base. It, wow. it was great. It was great. Had a That's great a great time. seat. Beautiful evening. Just beautiful evening. Then there was fireworks afterwards. And guess what? First time ever. Yeah. They had a couple uh, that were real pretty that shot off with no noise. It's like, okay, why can't they all be like that? He's like, where do I get those? Yes, yeah. exactly. I will take five yeah. dozen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they were really pretty ones and they, no noise. And I'm like, oh, listen. And, and my girlfriend goes, to what? I That's it. <laughs> You're saying You're that's exactly. A firework with yeah. no noise. Yes. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and yeah. then Saturday morning, we went to, I uh, did the Stomp Out Suicide up in Wyoming. Great. I want to thank uh, uh, Laura and her sister. I can't remember her sister's name, so I'm sorry. And then I want to say Jenna and I want for helping because it was really, they were very, very helpful. So we gave out free samples of Nutrisaurus, gave out Stop Out Suicide bandanas uh, to people that had dogs. And then I had the water station. We went through, I was, I brought, let's see, five, five gallon cooler, you know, uh, uh, igloos, you know, that, that, you know, that you can put Kool-Aid in and, and say, okay, whatever they're called. I, I had five, five gallons filled with water because I didn't know. And then uh, we went through a t- uh, two. So we went through ten, 10 gallons of water, you know, which is, you know, okay. So, but it was a uh, great fun. And if you, if you got time, uh, go to the website, stopoutsuicide.org. Uh, Canvas Help, no, Canvas Health has taken over the running of Stop Out Suicide because Katie and Sean Haynes said, you know, it just, it got to be a little bit too much. And it's just like, okay, I'm going to, we're going to pass the torch, new ideas, new uh, ways to grow it. So it was great, but it was a very, and I never witnessed a balloon release before, you know, an occasional balloon that gets away from a kid here and there. <laughs> but when you see, I swear there probably had to be 200 balloons that went at the same time. Yeah. It was, those are super cool. It was really, it was, it was really a, a an aha moment, but then now this is now anybody out there, they're entrepreneurs. This is your million dollar idea. We need to find something that has that aha moment of a release that's not a balloon or that is environmentally friendly, you know, because I, I know they're, that's really getting to be a, a thing yes. you know, with those balloons. And so if anybody can come up with that and, and then market it correctly, that, that you get that same effect. We were thinking about butterflies, but then you know what? Then you're going to kill a lot of those butterflies, right? And then it doves. Well, then doves are just going to go and die because they're not conducive to that area. So then you know what I said? 
What? Sparrows. (laughs) Release sparrows. I feel, aren't those like sparrows? Not very nice. No, sparrows can live anywhere. That's the neat thing about it. But I'm saying, like, when they're handled, aren't they like not very nice? I don't know. But you know what you do is you just have a whole bunch of them in a ginormous cage. Then you you just open the cage. Then you open the top and they all flutter out, you know? But but I don't know. So the thing is, is that somebody needs to come up with something that has that effect because that really. I mean, I was mesmerized as they went up and up and up. And it gives you a really cool feeling that they are going to heaven. You know what I mean? They're going to see that person. That person will be able to grab that balloon for them. So, but anyway, so somebody entrepreneur out there, please invent a balloon that either is biodegradable, but can be blown up, you know, and then be able to go away. So, and then the string too. The string has to, something has to be done with that string. So, so that's your next uh, Waha uh, moment. Okay. Okay. In Upper Centerville, we are looking for a lost dog, Zoe. Okay, by Beaver Pond Way and uh, in Beaver Pond Way. There you go. Last seen um, August 9th. It's an apricot poodle, about five pounds. Very spooky. And this is a heads up person, people. Uh, dogs or even cats. Don't chase them. When you see them, you get so excited. Like, I can catch him. I can catch him. Sit down. Be still. Okay. And then also to uh, have something that smells like Kentucky Fried Chicken original recipe, deboned and right out of the microwave. That smell attracts them like you wouldn't believe. Hot dogs uh, attract things. Tuna, you know, something that's smelly will attract. And then what you want is your back to them or a side profile. Not do not look directly at them. That will spook them away. And so just let them come up there and come up there and get and just and don't ever reach out for them. Let them come up to you and then just be still. And hopefully like by you talking very calm and such like that. And then if you have lost a dog, take some of your clothing that you've worn that you made real stinky. <laughs> or maybe after you got out of a shower, you know, you, bat, you wiped yourself out and put that article of clothing clothing out uh, so the dog can catch that whiff, that smell. And even cats, cats don't smell like dogs do, but that, that still can help. But the biggest thing when you're ch- chasing when dogs, you get the nicest dog, but when they're out there, they're scared, they're spooky, they're running. So that's why be still, just sit down if you see them. But so out in Centerville, they're lost dog. Okay, and uh, it's Karen's dog. And if you do find it, please notify me up at Katie's Canine or Lost Dog, Minnesota. Uh, but anyway, so it's last seen on August 19th by Beaver Pond Way and W-I-D-G-E-O-N up in Centerville. Okay, so five pound uh, apricot poodle. So call me and it's Karen's dog and then I'll I'll get the give her the number. So, and go from there. So we're looking for that. And then there's also a cat uh, off of Hyde that somebody's looking for up there. So it's really, and you guys, if you ever lose your dog, cat or whatever, go go to Lost Dog M N uh, Facebook because boy, I tell you, they reunite a lo- reunite a lot uh, of uh, people in the dogs. Okay, all right. So we're gonna ask. Come on, give me your call. Give me your questions. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Why does it look different for some reason? The, the board here looks different. Where you type in the people's name and stuff. I was just looking at that. I don't know. Yeah, it looks different. Oh, well. Okay, upgrade. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Why can't you trust artists? Why can't you trust artists? We'll be right back. Hey, hey thanks for tuning into the Katie Kane. I know show. I greatly appreciate it. If you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Oopsies. Where's the... Um, I misplaced the book. Oh, like I have. Okay. Why can't you uh, trust an artist? Because they're stealing everything. I don't know. 
I, I always think artist. of like the artist thieves. Oh, okay. Or like this I don't is know. an artist, and the and because they're sketchy. They're sketchy. Yep. There you go. Yep. Dealing. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. You know all that. I think Lori and Julie and the whole gang, since they're going to be doing a comedy uh, comedy thing, you know, for this year's uh, Down and Dirty. Yeah. I think they should borrow my laugh out loud joke kid, kid books. I think that would be good. I think they should. I think, yeah. you know. I think that Lori and Julie should just read the jokes from the books. You know, no prep, no nothing. Just go. Or just listen to the ones that we've done on there our podcast. And then just down. write Start them down. Start taking notes. Yeah. Start Take taking notes. notes. You bet. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. Okay, sounds good. We have Debbie on the line. And Debbie has a question about her dog that is digging. Digging. Yes. Of course they dig. They need to get cool. Hi, Debbie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you have? Well, I have a rescue who is uh, part uh, Great Pyrenees okay. and the other part is maybe Border Collie or um, German Pointer. Oh, my. That's quite a contrast. How many pounds? Well, she's five months now and weighs 45 pounds. Okay. Okay. So, so where, where is she digging? Well, what happens, I mean, she digs in the backyard. Yep. But <laughs> when her... Um, my two sons and I adopted three litter mates, mm-hmm. three little sisters. Yep. So when they come over, they dig. Mm-hmm. And then she's pretty good about not digging because she has another dog in the house that lets her know that you're not supposed to be digging. Oh, all righty then. And, but anyhow, so then when they leave, she just continues digging. Mm-hmm. Then she goes out and digs up the brand new sock that we put down, mm-hmm. filling up the hole. So we've been putting... Um, lawn chairs over them mm-hmm. so that she can't get at them but what do you do well the big thing is is that um uh, dogs dig for a couple reasons number one energy release i've got all this energy so what can i do let's dig 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 they also mm-hmm. if they got any kind of coat to them or they don't necessarily have a coat but uh they dig to get cool you know they dig down okay. so far and it's cool down there and then they lay in the bowl and it, it cools mm-hmm. that side of them all right also okay. dogs dig if you've got a lot of voles or moles or grub worms in your lawn that because they can hear them, they can smell them, and so they go after them, uh-huh. all right? So uh, okay. so people that have moles, voles, and, and grub worms uh, have a lot of diggers because the dog is trying to get to them, all right? So, okay. uh, so, if it's, uh, so you got to determine what is it. Is it getting cool? Is it energy release? Or do you have critters, you know, in your lawn? And so then the thing is, is that especially after the, those people, the, the, her sisters come over, you're going to have to, mind, you know, I would never leave them out by themselves since this is their uh, MO now until it starts yeah. freezing, is that you're out there. And what you can do is if they start to dig, you could take a, a hose and prime it and set it, you know, with like the sprayer that's at the end. And if they go uh-huh. to start digging, you blast them with it and go, hey, leave it. <laughs> Okay? okay, and then you know okay. have them get out of there. Then what I also would do is I would get a kiddie pool and teach them to use the kiddie pool for fun instead of digging. All right. Okay. You know, start okay. out with it empty, and then put some treats in there, or throw a toy in there. Have them jump in and out, in and out. Yay! Okay. Make a big. Then put like an inch of water in there. Have them jump in uh-huh. and out, in and out, and then when they, they and keep adding a little bit of water. And it may not be all in one day. This may take a series of events. You know, just how see how it goes. 
And uh-huh, usually if uh-huh. one dog will do it, then the other dogs will join in. So if you got one that would do it, don't be concerned that only one is doing it out of the three. But if one will mm-hmm. do it, then the other ones will join in eventually, all right? And then you can okay. put some sinker toys or floating toys in there. So now mm-hmm. you have your a playground, and maybe because they're bigger dogs, you might want to get two pools that they can bounce uh-huh. back and forth between. And so then now, right. like I said, now that that's the fun instead of digging, all right? But if they do start uh-huh. digging, like I said, you can prime your hose with a sprayer on it and then just, hey, wrong. Okay, and as soon as they uh-huh. back off, good, thank you. Go play in the pool. Go play in the pool. Come on, let's go play in the uh-huh. pool. Redirect them to what they can do, all right? And so uh-huh. I think that will help you there. Okay, because I think uh, I do think that a lot of it is boredom because she is chewing like crazy now. All of a sudden, okay. um, she's really, uh, I had put, I don't know what you think about those bully sticks that mm-hmm. they have. Once a year is had- fine for the birthday, otherwise not. Oh, once a year for their birthday. Yeah, now. because the problem is, you know, a bully, you know what that is, is a penis of a, right. a cow, right? Okay, right. it has, it's very high in carcinogens. All oh, right, okay. And okay. so the thing is, is that it's usually they're smoked or they're cured, and then they got uh-huh. like formaldehyde to preserve them. And so, yeah, dogs love them, but I love Snicker bars. Doesn't mean I should be chewing on them 24 7. And so, the, oh, okay. so, like I said, I do not, you know, give them raw butcher bones to chew on, not the shank bones, you know, the long bone. You want the knuckle or joint. You want a gnawing bone for them to gnaw on. But then you uh-huh. got to pay attention to make sure that they don't go bury it, all right? Right. And, and then if well, you now- got three dogs, I wouldn't do the, uh, the uh, the raw bones because then right. that could cause a fight between them so right well i i was told that the bones can sometimes have them break their teeth no antlers can break the teeth because there's no moisture in it okay uh-huh. I mean, now look at uh, what can break our teeth a pop piece of popcorn can break our teeth okay, okay. so there's nothing in life that's guaranteed the benefit uh-huh. of a raw butcher bone it far outweighs the hazards to me but it has to be a raw butcher bone it cannot be cooked cannot be cured it has to be out of the freezer brought to room temperature and then give it to the dog all right. Okay. But otherwise, like I say, you know, if you give your dog something to chew 24-7, you're creating a smoking habit. What, what happens is that they have to chew, 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 chew. Okay. So they got to learn to do other things. And so every once in a while, you let them chew on something, but then we're moving on to something else. All right. And so like, what how, would you suggest? Well, how old is okay. your dog, did you say? Well, she's almost six months. Six months. Now. Okay. Yeah. So she's see, a puppy. See, see, what's happening is that her teeth start leaving at four, four and a half months. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of her gums are, there's a lot of action. Her gums are sore. So they need to chew to get rid of some of that, you know, sensitivity. So what do we give kids when they're, uh, when they're, when they're teething? Oh, like ice cubes? Yep. We give, them, we give mm-hmm. them cute, cool things to settle their gums down. So use ice cubes, use um, chunks of ice, uh, go to the, uh, what, um, whatever you want to call it, you know, the skating arenas where they shave the ice and they make piles. Go bring a couple okay. buckets home, <laughs> you know, fill the pool. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh-huh. but um, uh-huh. also uh, take an old, uh, like, let's say a jean uh, leg. Uh, okay, cut it in uh, pieces, uh, knot it. Make you know, make knots in it. Put uh-huh. it in cold, or put it in water. Soak it in water. Put it in the deep freeze. And so uh-huh. now it's going to get frozen solid. So then, when she seems a little more oral, give it to her to you know, kind of chew on for maybe a half hour. It depends on how long before it starts. Because you don't want her to tear it apart. What you what right. you what you want it for is the coolness part of it. Okay. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. yeah, because see, until she's about eight nine months, and all the teeth are in, and now it's just re- conditioning the gums. So they do become chewers at this point because all the teeth are coming and going 
And so that's where right. what, what you got to do is, you know, like I said, I opt on the cool side of things. Uh, this sounds may ridiculous. Freeze a head of cabbage. I cut cabbage wrong. A head of cauliflower or a head of broccoli. Give her to okay. throw it outside and have them chew on that. It's cool and okay. plus it gets, it's good for them. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, just okay. think of just other things that you can do. Uh, zucchini. Freeze a zucchini. You know, God knows everybody's got enough of those laying around. <laughs> what have you got them in your garden? And right. so, you know what I mean? So think cool items, but not. 24 7 the dog has to learn to just kind of hang out okay 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 All right. okay good luck kiddo thanks a lot you bet thanks. bye-bye mm-hmm. bye-bye and those color those uh um, kitty pools are going to be start going on sale now and then that's when i become a hoarder again you every fall <laughs> i usually yes. buy five or ten it depends how many they got so i got i love my kitty pools so anyway. it's good yeah you use them oh yes so. Yes, I do. <laughs> you know, it'd be it'd be one thing if like you were hoarding these and like didn't have any use for well, them. Well, yeah, don't touch my pools. Yeah, <laughs> see how many I have. Exactly. I have up yeah, in there. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you use them, so it's like you you need to you know replenish your supply. Yeah, because you know sometimes they get a beaten to them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So hey, you got a question? Give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay, who's up? Okay, well, we should actually get trivia. Oh, trivia? Okay. Yes. Alrighty then, let's go trivia. Okay, what? why did the basketball coach go to the bakery? Why did the basketball, or wait a minute, back up. Why did the baseball coach go to the bakery? Why did the baseball coach go to the bakery? We'll be right back. Hey, 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 here we are. Thank you for tuning in and spending your time uh, Sunday afternoon. I greatly appreciate that during drive times and during the summer because people are coming home from their cabins or their trabins. Remember, cabin is a cabin on a lake or wherever in a lot. Okay, then there's trabins. That's like if you have a trailer that's on a lot or a lake. So that's called a trabin. And then if you built like a garage type thing, you know, like maybe you're going to be building a, a cabin, but you built the garage first and you're living in that. That's called a grabbin. So so we got a cabin, a trabin, and a grabbin. And then somebody just, I just heard, built a pole barn, and then that's their cabin. So we're calling that a, what are we calling that? A pole bin. A pole bin. So if you got a pole barn as a cabin, that's a pole bin. So, I mean, it's all in how you say it, right, folks? Okay. Why did the baseball coach go to the bakery? Because he was hungry. Nope. He oh. needed a batter. Oh, <laughs> okay. All go. right. That was a good one. He I like that. Batter. That was pretty clever. There you go. I'll give you that one. Oh, well, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate I think, it. I think that would be good for Project Down and Dirty. Dirty. There you go. Yeah. I hope they're all taking notes. Yeah. You know, I started First come, first serve, right? Hey. Right. And then uh, now uh, uh, Alexis, she, you know, does her daddy jokes like, that are kind of like mine. That. Yeah. yeah she, you know what I mean? They're kind of like mine. But I think I was doing jokes before she was doing daddy jokes, so. Well, I like to think that I was the first yeah. one on the street, but that's okay. I don't care. Oh, I continue. No. Yeah, we'll we'll say you were the first one. Absolutely. There we, there we go. Hey, we got open lines, okay? So come on and call in 651-641-1071. Okay, who's up? Okay, we have Stacy on the line, and Stacy has a question about her puppy that's eating poop. Uh-oh. There we go. We've got a poop eater, which a lot of people don't realize that is very, very common. Everybody, you know, nobody wants to talk about it because it's gross. <laughs> Okay, Stace, <laughs> what kind of pup do you got? Oh, this is Remy, the little German Shepherd oh. puppy I called you a while ago about. Yeah. Um, she, it doesn't matter what we do, that little girl will turn around and eat it and look at us like it's mine. 
Yep, yep, you bet. Okay, and when dogs eat their own poop uh, or rabbit poop or deer poop or whatever poop poop, what they're looking for is enzymes they're lacking in their gut. All right? Okay. So it has to do with the diet, what you feed them. First of all, they need probiotics. Then they need a digestive enzyme. Okay. And then they need a whole food supplement. Okay. And then um, if you can add in some raw two or three evenings a, a week, that will help out immensely. The formulated okay. raw, like out of the freezer. The ones I okay. use is uh, Raw Bistro, Northwest okay. Naturals, and Tucker's. Those are the ones I use. Okay. And okay. then. And a lot of, most of your mom and pop shops carry those. And then okay. now what food are you feeding? We do the Nutrisource. Which one? Breed grain-free puppy. Okay. Let's not do that. Okay. Okay. How old's Remy? She is almost five months. Okay, yeah. Let's not do that. I don't want to do the grain-free for pups. I don't like that. Um, But anyway, so I would try try their uh, either rotate between like their beef and rice, their trout and rice, the Nutrisource line. Beef and okay. rice, trout and rice, and then you've also got, uh, you know, lamb and rice. So you decide which one you want to do. Okay. And then like pure, uh, like the regular Nutrisource line. I the the uh, the you know the, the there's a huge discussion since uh, FDA has dropped that you know grain free diets may do be causing cardiomyopathy in dogs. And okay. the thing is, is if you ask people why they feed a grain free, and they say usually, well, isn't that better? And so you got to remember, dogs were put on this earth to be scavengers, to eat everything and anything, cool. and never get sick, right? So they're right. not—they're not meant to eat just, uh, you know. I equate feeding a total raw diet like having lobster every day. All right. Okay. And so the thing is, you need Twinkies, Twinkies in your diet, because you know, um, as in the wild, that some days they would eat a a bird, some days they would eat a mouse, some days they would they would okay. eat berries, and some day, you know, as long as you can rotate bases and you're good, because okay. see, like with my Zelda, my ninety pounder, I'll give her like Nutrisource beef and rice, and then let's say okay. I'll do uh, Prairie Select, which is a grain free, and then I'll go okay. back to like uh, trout and rice, and then I'll do like maybe their Pure Vita turkey and uh, turkey grain free okay okay but, but okay. i buy the small bags the six pounders so i rotate sure. through it faster but but puppies i don't like to see puppies on grain free because their their system is up and going and they have it and the main reason why grain freeze came out was that when dogs were having trouble with allergies you know being and fed that's like her. she's a scratcher she when we had her on just the regular puppy she was extra itchy, and then we switched over, and she seemed to have gone away from okay. being so itchy. So but see, usually that, that was probably it. no. She hasn't been around long enough to get uh, okay. to get allergies. Okay, so the thing okay. is, is that everybody thinks that allergies it was when the dog itches. Okay, let's okay. say uh, a mosquito bites you, and you itch. Okay. Yeah. What do you? Okay, you got allergies. Well, no, I have a right. mosquito bite. You know, just because a dog itches doesn't mean it's allergies. What it usually means is that they need more omega threes and sixes in their diet, and okay. puppies especially should be on a fish oil or a plankton or something to for that omega threes and sixes from the, okay. from eight weeks to about eight months. They should be okay. on that because they, their system is really you know going to so many has been battered with vaccinations. You know, they left mom's milk. They're trying to figure out what you're trying to feed them. You know, I mean, there's so much that's going on in their system so their system needs help and so that's what go ahead full disclosure she was at the emergency vet two weeks ago we do not have any idea what the bacterial situation was and 
we probably, it's one of those situations where we might not, not ever know. Um, but she was running the temp and stopped eating and the whole nine yards. But now, two weeks later, she's, you know, back to her hyper self and okay. whatever. So we're kind of a little, when we got her back from the vet, they had her on the plain diet, that bland yeah, yeah, diet yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff. Yeah. She didn't really like that as much no, so no. i went up to chuck and don's they gave me an alternative to the one that they gave me for a prescription mm-hmm. she liked that and then i eased her into the nutrisource canned mm-hmm. yeah food and she really liked that so i don't know what you think about the can they're canned well you don't feed every feed canned food on a regular basis you, you don't okay. do that you need you need to okay. get a variety the whole thing is variety okay okay if you want to feed okay. one day canned that's fine but then the next okay. day i hope you're feeding something different you know so right and uh, we haven't fed it to her since then it's just been to get her tummy back and okay but now get her back eating. so you had to go to the er because she was running a temperature but did they pin it on something like canine flu or anything well they thought it was powerful but every test said no 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 so she spent the night on an iv drip and it came back as acute gastritis some sort of but they said there was nothing that they could pinpoint necessarily okay. they just left her on an iv and then in the middle of the night she rebound and was ready to come home to us so okay. Okay. um but she was running a temp so okay how you know how do you know how t- high the temp was it was one of three they thought it was like a flight temp okay okay yeah yeah okay and it and it came out of nowhere. So when we came home, we See, just got rid of anything she had chewed on up to that point. Okay. We didn't know what it was. Right. Um, and see, and what, we had had her for six or seven weeks by that time. So. Right. And see, now when she they did a drip, they did an antibiotic. Yeah. And see, that's yeah. why. See, remember the antibiotic kills good stuff as well as the okay. bad stuff, and that's okay. why she's eating her poop because her digestive system is really missing okay. the good enzymes to okay. you know to process stuff. So you can either use you know you could go to like vital v i t a l vitalplanet dot com. They have a really okay. good probiotic, or you can use a human one like PB eight. Paul's okay. Betty uh, 8, you can get it at a health food store. Any okay, human uh, pro- uh, probiotic will work. The better ones are in the okay. refrigerator. And what I would do is, uh, what it, the normal rule of thumb, if uh, it, you take half of what they tell you for the humans and give it to the dogs, but if you have a small dog, then you cut it down, you know, take half of that half. Okay. okay? okay. But, but when it comes to uh, probiotics, you want more. More is better. So I okay. I would not cut it down right now because you know with all the antibiotics and that that dog's yeah. stomach is in the tank and so that's why the okay. pro, digestive enzyme you need also you need the probiotic and you need a whole food supplement is what I would okay. do and okay. I would even try some colostrum they get some powdered colostrum they do have that for sure. dogs because that's what you need you have to build that system back up because it took a major hit okay okay perfect. and then she'll and then I have- I have one other question about her. She's got this silly habit, and well, I guess it's not silly. It's a natural habit. She is very much, I want to hide my toys. Okay. And you give her a pig's ear, you give her anything, and the first instinct is to hide it, and it's usually in the couch. We did the whole box thing, put a blanket in it, kind of stashed it in the corner. That worked for a little while, and now she's back to where she wants to shred the, uh, the couch or whatever she can find to get that thing 
right. shoved back but in. But see, when they go to hide those things, that tells you, number one, they do, their gut feels bad and they don't want to okay. deal with it at that time. So they're, they're hiding okay. it for a future thing. And see, that's what dogs used to do is that they'd come in and they eat like crazy and they just, just yeah. blow themselves up. Then they'd go and find a spot, dig a hole, throw it up, and, oh. and then cover it up for later usage. Okay? Because they, you know, they're not guaranteed to eat all the time. Right now sure. I'm full, okay. so I'm going to go hide it because I don't. So quit giving that stuff. She's telling you she doesn't want it right now. Okay. And so anytime she okay. tries to go hide something, it's like, no. I, if you want to give her something, put her in a kennel. Put her in a controlled okay. situation so she cannot go hide it. And if she does, if she just lets it sit there, then throw it away or whatever type thing. But start okay. using veggies okay. and stuff like that for her to day around with instead of all the you know stuff that's preserved with formaldehyde and yep. nitrates and stuff like that. Okay. I'm giving her zucchini, and she absolutely loves the zucchini. Yay. So, yeah, she'll eat it all gone. Good. I, I mean, we'll just sit down and chow on it. Good. So I and then space it out. Yeah, space it out. Don't have her, okay. you know, eat it yep. all at one setting, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I give her a piece, and then she takes that, and she goes and eats it, and then she's good for a while and doesn't want anything else to eat. Yep, yep. Right now, where she's now, it's almost like we can't keep her satisfied hunger-wise. Right, so but that see that... be going back to what you were saying. Oh, yeah, no, because of our uh, the, all that antibiotics, okay. it, her digestive system is in the tank. So colostrum, okay. Okay. you know, whole food supplement... You know, probiotics and, uh, okay. uh, yeah, uh, whole food supplement, okay? Yeah, this is like we, you know, she's at 17 weeks and she's going to be the most expensive dog on the planet. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 craziness. It really is. <laughs> okay, Kato. Tucker in his 11 years, Tucker never, never, he was hardly ever at the doctor. <laughs> well, you're lucky. Let's hopefully this one now, this is all you'll be doing for the next 15 years of the dog's life, so. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you. You bet. Take care. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye-bye. You Bye. All right. Okay. You ready for this? Is this trivia time? Okay. What is the chemical most commonly used to clean elephants? What is the chemical most commonly used to clean elephants? We'll be back. Hello. 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 Thanks for tuning into the Canine Show. Say, Wapiti Labs, W-A-P-I-T-I Labs, Inc.com. Say, uh, if you put in the letter KTK9, you can get free shipping for anything that you send out. Um, and I, I, you know, I can't say enough about this supplement. I mean, like I said, my husband's on it now. Um, and I got my sister on it for, you know, it's not the dog stuff, it's human stuff. And then my dogs, I just put Zelda on it. Uh, my, but she has, you know, she's fine, but she's 11. So I figured, you know, I'm, I'm staying ahead of the game before she starts going, you know, gimpy. So, okay. W- what is the chemical most commonly used to clean elephants? The chemical most commonly used to clean elephants. Have any idea? Chemical. I mean, I would say like water, but... <laughs> That's, I don't That's know. That's not a chemical. That's a water. Well, H2O. Oh, fine. Yeah. Okay, you ready for this? What? I would not have guessed this. Murphy's oil soap. What? Murphy's oil soap. Murphy's they use oil to clean soap. elephants. Huh. I don't get that. But anyway. But I don't, I don't get know. it either. I'll have to look more closely was, at Murphy's oil. What is in it? You know, but anyway, so I don't know. You know, we'll have to see. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so now you know that. Yes. Next time you see that an elephant. That is my fun fact for today. There you go. Make sure next time you see an elephant, bring some of the Murphy oil soap yeah. just in case you have the urge to rub them down. <laughs> just in case you have the urge to clean them. There you yes, go. Yes, exactly. There you go. 
Okay. Hey, got a question. 651-641-1071. Who's up next? We have Mary on the line. And Mary has a question about a kitty that is biting people. All right. Hi, Mary. How are you doing? Hi, Katie. Just fine. Okay. I have a question about a kitty. Sure. How old's your um, kitty? The kitty's almost a year. Okay. <clears throat> and um, I'd say within the last four months, maybe we've been dealing with, you know, we'll be petting the kitty. Um, everything seems fine. And all of a sudden you get some, nailed. Pardon me? All of a sudden you get nailed. You bet. Okay. And it's very disconcerting. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This is a kitten, okay? Just like how puppies like to nip, kittens get overstimulated with being petted, okay? I have uh, a cat, Frank. Frank is, oh, Jiminy Christmas now. I think he's about eight, nine years old, okay? You can pet him three times. And I tell everybody, if you go in for the fourth pet, you're totally on your own, okay? Because he gets overstimulated, and it depends where you pet him, too. If you pet him over the top of the head, he's pretty good. But if you start going down the back of the neck and down his, you know, sides, that's where he gets overstimulated. And if you try that fourth time, you probably will get nailed pretty good, okay? Yeah. And this is at, you know, eight, nine years old. And so what it is is that, yeah, but no, 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 no. You got to remember, Frank is outside most of the time anyway. But anyway, okay. so the thing is, he's not an indoor kitty. So what it is, is that you just pet once or twice and then pick the cat up and put it down. Okay? Don't overstimulate the cat. And then pretty soon what's going to happen is the cat gets older. He won't be, he'll get more focused and he won't get as squirrely. It's kind of almost like being goosey. You know, like, oh, you know, some people okay. are goosey, you know, yeah. where, yeah. Okay. And so as he gets more mature, things don't, aren't such a game and they're not so reactive. All right. But see, I know where he is re- goosey, Frank is. So I'll yeah. tell people, if you pet him on the side of his face, you can pet him all day. But if you start going oh. over, over the back of his neck and down his back, that's when he starts getting a little bit like he's going to nail you. <laughs> oh, and that's what we're doing. Yep. We're going down the back and yep. scratching the back or the bottom. Yep, of, and you so know. you're overstimulating yeah, yeah. him, and so then that's oh. when he's going to get stupid. And so okay. that's why all it is all is right. just learning what places goose him. And that's okay. where he's going to react. And so, and like almost all cats like to be petted under the chin and into the chest, you know, area, yes. like with one yeah. finger, not necessarily your whole hand, you know, okay. and, along, and along the side of the face. And then okay. I desensitize my cats where, let's say they're laying down, I'll just take one finger and touch their foot. Okay. And then take it away. And then I, t- you know, I'll try touching the other, taking oh. one finger and touch it. And so then pretty soon I can like kind of pet the paw. And then pretty soon I could pet their whole leg and they'll just lay there. They don't attack my finger, any, you know what I mean? And so right. what it is is just desensitizing the cat to being touched. And so that's what oh. you could do is like, you know, just one finger, not your whole hand, like, you know, a little here and, you know, just a little wiggle and then get your hand out of there. All right. And then okay. pretty soon, now don't wrestle with the cat. Don't pet him on his belly because then that will give him all, you know, uh, that really gets cats over the edge when they're on their back and you kind of go into their belly, start scratching yeah, he it. Turns over. Excuse me. He turns over all the time and wants to have that done. Okay, but. that's fine. But then wa- make sure you watch. If that tail starts slapping, he's getting aggravated and you're going to get nailed. <laughs> oh, if the that's tail- what that means. Yeah. If the tail the, you oh. bet you. If the tail is just being still and just a little, you know, just. But if it starts to slap, it starts to, you know, move, you know, he's getting yeah, aggravated yeah. Yeah. and he's going to nail you. Get, get out of there and move on to something else. Okay. Okay. But that's all the thing. My- just watch the body language. And so he'll tell you whether, okay, I'm done or I don't like that. 
And so then pretty soon you get to know. And then, like I say, as they get older and when they're tired, they're more susceptible to be petted in different places. But if they're like ready to go, they're going to make a, you know, a game or something out of no matter where you touch them. Okay. Oh, all right. That's very helpful. Yeah, so my it, son had read something about, well, didn't when he, he was from the Humane Society and his mom must not have taught him, so you need to pick him up by the scruff. Oh, don't you be doing that. that. Oh, like, no, 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 no. You no. don't do that to a cat, boy. Cats have memory like a memory foam, okay? They okay. know who has been not nice to them, and then they will seek you out and not be and be not nice back, okay? I hear you. So, so oh, no, I you don't. Like you, yeah, no, you yeah. don't do that. You don't even do that with a uh, dog. I, people like Caesar Milan, that's how you're supposed to scruff the dog. No, 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 you don't scruff the dog. And that I causes more no. aggravations than anything. So the whole thing right. is, is that no, there's a book out there called Your Cat by Hodgkins, H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S, Your Cat. That's okay. the Bible for cat behavior and then for also like proper feeding and just everything, behavior problems oh, and such like that. okay. We've never had a kitty, so this oh, okay. is all new to okay, us. Okay, so yeah. Thank you. Oh, I no problem. Yeah, and then be no, and please, uh, you know, I'd rather have you ask, you know, than saying, oh, goodness, we, we got a demon child here. No, yeah, you got a kitten. he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, no. Just don't, don't play rough games as you're petting them. You know, play right, a lot of games. Or the dog, or the cat has to chase things. Like put something on a a string and have the dog, you know, right. the cat chase. Because the more you tire them out, then they they're more, you know, more uh, apt to lay in your lap and just hang out. But it, you know, otherwise, if they're just like bring it on, you know, they're like, come on, let's go. And then if you okay. know, you can turn into. So you, what you do is you never wrestle with a cat or a puppy, and you always play nice, friendly games. And if the cat starts getting carried away, then you walk away. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. That really helped. I appreciate good. it. Good. 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 Well, good luck with you, new kitty. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah, people just don't realize. You know, a lot of times you reap what you sow. You know, if you're if you're wild with a cat, they'll be wild back. If you're wild with a pet, you know, a puppy, same with people. You're wild with a person, they'll be wild back. So you don't think everybody says, "Oh, but I want to play with them like that." Don't, well, then don't yell if the puppy is nipping at you or the cat is biting you or scratching you because you're taught that cat or that dog to be rough. And then, like I say, the cats get more overstimulated by petting. You know, like I said, some are more goosey than others. So. Okay, what's up to bed? What's up to bed? We can start with our next caller. Alrighty then. Okay, so our next caller has a issue with a dog that is consistently licking, licking, licking. Oh, the good old licker. Yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring our caller up. Alrighty then. Hi, caller. Hi, caller. Hi. How you doing? Good. It's a two-year-old rescue dog that we got, and she just wants to constantly be kissing us or licking our arms and. Yep. You okay, know. what kind of pupper? She is actually a Chihuahua mixed with Greyhound. Well, first of all, there, there's no such animal. <laughs> the, the greyhounds have the whole lock on breeding of greyhounds, okay? It might be a cross with a, of Italian greyhound, okay? Yes, okay. Italian, uh, it's Italian greyhound and okay. a Chihuahua mix. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. And so somebody yes. had to be standing on a hill on that one. <laughs> but, anyway, <Okay. clears throat> but anyway, so, <clears throat> excuse me, just a minute. 
Okay. But what you got to realize is that licking is a couple things in the dog world. Number one, it's a pacifier. By licking you, it calms them down. Okay? We were just talking uh-huh. about this the other day. A long time they used to say, oh, they wanted the salt off your skin. No, that's not that's not right. But anyway, so it's, it can be uh, because of a term of endearment that I love you, I love you. That's what my, my Ethel does. Okay? And then also uh-huh. it can be a, uh, a stress releaser, you know, where it's like their pacifier to lick something, you, your whatever type. Type thing, and so what you got to do is that you can't stop them from starting, but what you can't, well, you, in a way, you can. So what I did with my Elsie, she was a chronic licker, and that was fine every uh-huh. once in a while. But then when I sat enough, she would just step back and go, "Okay, I'm done." So what you do as a dog is licking, you come up calmly and grab the tongue very calmly. Okay, don't grab it like gotcha tongue. Hold on uh-huh. to the tongue and then give a deep growl and go ah, little lick. Okay, and then as the dog kind of goes, let, 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 get, let go of my tongue, does, you know, slowly uh-huh. start let go of the tongue and say, no lick. And then as soon as you let go, say, thank you, very nice. Don't pet him, just a verbal, okay? So then now if the okay. dog looks like he's going to start licking you again, just give him a growl, ah, no lick, and then redirect. Ah, uh, where's your ball? Or where's mom? Or pick up and start petting them, but they start to lick, ah, ah, no lick. All right. So then what you're just doing, and pretty soon they, they like I said, we got to find out, is it an endearment? It's abuse you. It's a little bit of both, whereas an endearment that, God, I love you, I love you, I love you, and then also a pacifier, like, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I need to lick this to calm myself down, all right? So that's what you want to do. You can just find out your word. Is it going to be, ah, leave it? Don't say just no. Most dogs are no to death, okay? So give it a word. Is it going to be leave it? Is it going to be no lick? ah, But preface it with a growl, okay? And then like I say, hold the tongue, but not, don't like squeeze it. You're just making it where he can't put it in his mouth right now. And and then ah, ah, no lick. And then slowly let go, okay? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, give it a shot. Yep. Okay, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You betcha. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, folks, hey, give a holler. 651-641-1071. We got open lines. So when you come back from the top of the break, it'd be great. Okay, uh, the pupil of an octopus eye is what? What is it? Square, rectangular, whatever, round. We'll be